Hey everyone, it's been a really long time. Maybe an entire year, I think. I think I remember it being almost a year. Maybe over a year, I don't know. It doesn't matter, I realize. Um, but yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy time since I last uploaded a podcast to this podcast channel that maybe like two people listen to because they're my friends. So shout out to y'all. Good on ya. Um, yeah, quarantine has happened. Um, most presciently, but also like even before that, it's been so long. I applied to colleges because it was senior year. I auditioned for two of my colleges. I got into my dream school and I canceled all my other auditions because I'm a pussy and I hate auditioning. Um, and I, we were, we did the drowsy chaperone and I was the chaperone. No, I wasn't. Oh my god. I knew I was the main character, but my brain was like, well, it's called the Drowsy Chaperone. I wasn't the chaperone. Shannon was the chaperone. I was the man in the chair. (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) Why did I do that? I just straight up lied. (laughs) Fuck it. Why don't I just fib? Why don't I just... (laughs) Why don't I just fib right now? Oh, that was funny. (laughs) It's not that funny, though. I don't know why I'm still laughing. (laughs) I'm I'm high right now, though. Maybe that's why I'm laughing. Um, yeah. Uh, then after that... Ooh. Oh, Aiden and I got tickets to go see Jacob Collier in concert. And then quarantine happened. And then he canceled his concert. And I consort oh my god i was about to say tour he did cancel his tour though because i mean the tour was the concert was on the tour but yeah which really sucks because i still don't know what's going on with that i hope he has another tour eventually that i can go to and hopefully that me and aiden can go to because aiden and i are definitely still going to be friends after high school we still are and we will be so we're gonna go to concerts together that's me manifesting that Um, just because future is scary, but I love my friends, so, uh, um, yeah, and then quarantine happened, and everything has been wild, and fake, and cool. Oh my god, wait, I just remembered. I don't know if I was a lesbian before my, my last podcast. I, I don't, I don't know if I realize that yet I don't know see I've listened to these podcasts that I've made a long time ago though like when I made them and I forgot about them but I I feel like I would have mentioned the fact that I was gay in them if I had known because I'm super obnoxious about it not as much anymore but that's because I look very gay now so I don't have to talk about it all the time I well no I'd never have to talk about it but I choose to because I'm pushy. And I love talking about myself. I'm so vain. It's cute. Um, but yeah, in case I wasn't, I'm, I'm gay now. I realized that I'm gay. And I've been having a great year, honestly. It's also been terrible, but in terms of, like, other things, it's been great. Like, yes, quarantine happened. And basically, essentially ruined my first semester of college at my dream school. And also ruined my chances of ever, like, properly saying goodbye to high school. So I'm thinking that maybe, like, probably psychologically at least, I will never truly um, leave high school in my mind. Because I didn't get to go to prom and graduation was so weird. And I never got to, like, say a proper goodbye to so many of my friends that I know I'll never see again. It's weird, very weird, but yeah. But honestly, it's it's been a great year for me. And so much of that, I would say like 70%, 75% of it is, no, I'd say 60% of it is 
I've I realized that I was gay. Not well, it's it's that, but it's also like everything else that was really good was because of that. Because I I, I gained so much confidence in myself. Like before I I mean I still kind of perform for men sometimes, which I'm trying not to do. I'm trying to just get rid of that entire part of me. And it it's taking time, but I think I'm getting somewhere. But, like, before, I used to just, like, think that I had to so much, and it was so ingrained in me, and, like, I thought that I was bisexual, so I thought, like, whenever I had crushes on guys or anything, I thought I was in love with every boy I saw. No, it was just I wanted them to be impressed by me, because I had no self-confidence, and I had a lot of internalized misogyny and stuff. But, like, now I've realized that I'm gay, and this past year I've been just coming into myself so much, like, I've I've started doing things that not necessarily I would never have done before because I, I, I never thought that I was, like, inhibited. I, I didn't know that I was a lesbian. Like, the moment I realized that I was a lesbian, I told somebody about it. Like, I came out immediately. That's what I did when I thought I was bisexual, too, in, like, eighth grade. I didn't even know. Like, I said it, and then I was like, oh, yeah, no, that does make sense which is kind of crazy, <laughs> but it's, it's, I think it makes sense for the type of person I am. I'm, I like to bottle up my emotions, but I also love telling people things about myself. Oh my god, I overshare so much. I never ever have a secret for more than 20 minutes and before I tell somebody. I mean, maybe it's still a secret, but it's also a secret that my best friend knows, or a secret that my other best friend knows, or a secret that all of my best friends know all at the same time, because I will text to group chat about it, you know, but yeah, it's more like I, I just, I'm realizing what I like and not getting afraid of it, or I'm, like, actively trying to do more gay things, or try more, like, listening to gay music or watching gay films and and like dressing like stereotypically gay like it's just all that stuff I've been realizing what makes me happy and how what gay things make me happy and so many times over this past year I've like done something or I've had like a reaction to something and I've been like how the fuck did I not know that I was gay how the fuck did I not know that when I do this like literally a a TV show that I really liked, two characters that I wanted to be gay really bad finally got together, and I cried. I cried about it. I have never, ever, ever in my life done that about a straight couple. I literally cried. Or, like, hearing that a character might be gay, cry. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of insane. It's funny. That I, like, there's no way I didn't know, but I didn't know. I had no idea, but everybody else did. Apparently, Shannon, Shannon's entire family has thought that I was gay forever, and they also think that Shannon might be gay because all her friends are gay, <laughs> which is so funny, but Shannon is also, like, the straightest person I've ever met. No, she's not, but, like, she is, but she's absolutely not. You get what I mean. But, like, because <laughs> they dated Jack for a week. I shouldn't be talking about all this on my podcast. I realize that people just, like, see it. But, anyway, um, but, like, she told Katie that, and then, and then Katie said, Grace is dating a guy? (laughs) That's so funny, but then also, Shannon told me about one time, she was, I don't know, she's talking to her dad about me or something, I don't know, I'm tight with Scott, so it doesn't matter, um, but she, I don't know how they came to this topic but she was like no grace is bisexual and he said yeah yeah right yeah (laughs) or like straight up i think she was like grace is bisexual and he was like no she's not (laughs) which like damn he was right though but that was just really funny and i've had so many moments like that oh my god no it was portrait of a lady on fire now i remember it it wasn't a TV show. It was I watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire for the first time, and I cried when they kissed. Like, not even at the sad parts. I cried when they kissed, because I was so happy. Oh my god. Wow. 
yeah, I'm very gay. And now, the thing is, I also look very gay. I feel like I've always looked a little gay, but that's just because I'm ugly. <laughs> I just couldn't have said that. But I, I also, like, dress, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The thing is, like, I, I've also noticed that, like, seasonally, I, I, I have different types of lesbian attire for different seasons. Like, in the summer, I've noticed, because this is my first gay summer, I am very femme, but, like, the kind of femme that you can kind of tell that she's gay, but I'm very femme. But then, in the winter and in the fall, I'm very, I'm not, I'm not mask, but I'm, I'm, I'm more stemmy. Even, I don't know why, like, I don't know what to call that, because, like, I can't say... I will never ever be a stud because that's meant for masculine black women and uh, lesbians, by the way. I didn't realize I didn't say that in the description. Um, like, I'll never be a stud, but, like, I don't know, like, I know that, like, stem is stud and femme because that's, uh, well, that's what it's gotta be, right? But then I uh, had it mem, <laughs> mask and femme. Because I, I just say, like, I dress more stemmy in the fall and the winter because I I think I, I do, but also, like, I don't know what the other term would be. I've never heard it before. I've only ever heard people say stem, even about, like, white women. Which is weird. They should, uh, that shouldn't be a thing. I've decided. <laughs> I've come to the conclusion that that shouldn't be a thing. Um, Yeah. I've noticed that, but, like, I just look gay now, like, this past year, I've been, well, also, it actually, crazy enough, <laughs> that was not a sentence, oh, that was just a bunch of things mushed together, but, um, crazy enough, it's, it, it wasn't because of, like, being, like, oh, I've realized that I was gay and now I'm doing this, but I got my septum pierced, like, two weeks after I came out, and, like, it wasn't because I was like, I'm gay now, I have to have a septum piercing. I I had wanted a septum piercing for, like, a, at least a year, but probably more than that. And then I finally just, like, had the chance to do it. And that was a cool day. Our car broke down. And my, my dad took me to get it done. And my mom kept on saying it was going to be ugly. And then I got home and she was like, it's not as ugly as I thought it would be. And then, yeah. Yeah. But she's supportive. I liked it my parents were like my mom <laughs> I think it's funny the way my mom supports me and things because there's some things that I do she just hates when I tattooed myself which I will get to um when I tattooed myself she hated it she hated the idea of it but she I was also like mom I'm 18 I'm buying the kit I want tattoos I like I I like them and she's like yeah okay yeah I mean like yes you can do it and I'll support you I hate it though She's still, yeah. And she did that about the septum piercing. Like, she obviously, she let me get it. And, like, they paid for it. It was, like, a little, it was, it was very nice. It was a gift, I guess. For what? I don't know. But it was very nice of them. But she still hated it. But she knew that I wanted it. And so, yeah, I've had my septum piercing for about a year now. Which is cool. I love it. One of the best decisions I've ever made. It makes me look infinitely gayer. And I love that. Yeah, I've just been looking gayer. I got a septum piercing. I wore hats to school sometimes. <laughs> like not a beanie, but like a like a knitted hat like for winter with like a little puff ball on top. It was fun. I liked it. And also I just uh, I you know, did gay shit, said gay shit. And then M And then what did I do? <laughs> I don't remember. My brain is working at, like, 50% capacity right now. <laughs> My room is really distracting right now for some reason. And it's, I'm just looking at a lamp. It's on. There's nothing going on with it. I'm just looking at a lamp. It's really fascinating. Um, but, yeah, then quarantine happened. And quarantine has been, honestly, like, yeah, quarantine sucks. But it's also been really good. Like... I never realized how much I was doing things for other people until quarantine happened and like 
I never see anybody anymore, especially before. Like, I see people more regularly now. It's still a lot less than I used to, but still, like, it used to be I saw nobody. Like, in the beginning of quarantine, I only saw my family, and that was it. And every once in a while, I would FaceTime someone, but I would get tired after, like, two minutes because I hate FaceTime. And, like, it, and that was for, like, three, four months. No, it was even longer. I mean, like, things, like, gradually I saw more people and stuff. And, like, I started with my friends that I would see all the time that I, you know, I would see them more and more. Like, it was very gradual, but I really, like, barely saw anybody for, like, at least three months. And I just got to know so much more about myself. And, I mean, it was just great for establishing confidence in, like, me being an individual. Because, like, I, for, like, my entire life, I mean, I've, so much of me has been defined by, like, my role in a group or like the person I am around people which I'm not saying that like I'm a different person around people like I'm not it's my personality but it's also like some things that maybe I like adopt my for myself or maybe some things that I like stop doing or that I'm not interested in or anything is because like I hang out with like certain people and everything not bad, not good or anything, just, like, objective. I just, I've, I learned a lot about myself, and I got to know myself more, and so, like, summer, I feel like this was a really good summer for me, even though I barely did anything, and I didn't get to see my friends all that often, but I still feel like it was a really good summer for me, because I got to know a lot about myself, and I, I, I learned how to be more comfortable just hanging out with myself. Like, I talk to myself, like, all the time now, that's why I, I mean, I used to always talk to myself anyway. That's why I started this podcast, because it's less lame if I'm talking to a microphone than just to myself in my room. Even though nobody listens, like, I don't care. <laughs> this is therapy to me. I don't see a therapist. Um, but I just got to know so much more about myself. And... I enjoyed it, and I've been enjoying it, and I'm still enjoying it. Um, yeah. Things I changed about me. I dyed my hairs. I dyed all, I dyed them all. Um, Catherine and I bleached our hairs together. All of them this time, not just the ends. And it turned out okay. I mean, it was a very DIY type of thing, and I did Catherine's and she did mine, and hers definitely came out worse. Like, mine came out pretty okay. I I fucked up hers, like, so much. She had to fix it. (laughs) I I got bleach in her eye, and then I had to go home. It was bad. But, um, we dyed our hairs together, and then I tried to dye mine purple, and it just kept on not working, so then I stuck with blonde, because I like blonde anyway. And then I grew my hair out a little bit more, and my roots started growing, and I was like, fuck, I'm so tired of having roots, I'm just gonna dye my fucking hair brown again, I'm gonna try and color match. And then that was yesterday, where me and Lulu were like, let's go to Sally Beauty and get hair dye and stuff, and I'll dye your hair orange me saying that to Lulu because she wanted to have orange hair and I and I'll dye my hair just brown again and then we went to Sally Beauty and I was like you know what I want to not do that and so I actually ended up bleaching my roots and then dyeing my hair light purple and it kind of worked this time but also I'm thinking I'm gonna try again because there are definitely some stragglers that just turned gray I don't know why my hair doesn't like taking purple color. To be fair, though, I want it to be, like, a light purple. So, like, every dye I've tried has been, like, really light purple. Like, a lilac-y color. Which is what I want, but it's also probably not as strong. So maybe that's why it doesn't take very well. I don't know. But, yeah, I did that. I tattooed myself. Um, I gave myself... I have given myself a total of... One, two, three, four, 
five, six, seven, eight, nine tattoos. I've given myself nine tattoos. Um, I have three tattoos on two fingers, um, and they're fun. Two of them are very visible, and I really like that about myself. It makes me feel cool every time I look at my fingers, especially when I'm playing piano. It's really cool. I have one on my inside of my uh, uh, middle finger, and it's a croissant, and I really love it. I have one on my wrist, one on my arm, one on my ankle, one on my foot, and two on my toes. And the ones on my toes are Shannon and Lulu's initials. Because why not? I love my friends, I gotta let them know. Yeah. And I've changed a lot. And I also haven't at all. But I also have. I started college. I started music school from home. I completely changed my room, I repainted it, and I bought a really, really good keyboard that I'm obsessed with. And it's in my room, and it has been the best thing ever. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And so it's been very, very helpful for school. And music school has been crazy so far. It hasn't, actually. I don't know why I said crazy. It hasn't been crazy. There's no way that music school from my bedroom can be crazy, but... It's been fun. Honestly, it's been really fun. Um, my roommate and I live very near to each other, and we are the best of friends. I really, like, I feel like I lucked out so much with roommates because, like, she's great, and we're practically the same person, and we love so much of the same things, and we get along so well. It feels like we've been friends for years. And we're just so excited to actually, like, when we actually get to live together. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we've hung out, I think, three times. <laughs> she lives in Montclair, I think. Sometimes. Yeah, she lives in Montclair. And so every once in a while we hang out. And I gave her a tattoo, actually. She's the, she's the first person I've ever tattooed other than me. And it honestly, deadass, just being totally honest, it turned out bad. She, I feel like she was like talking it up for me in front of me because she didn't want to hurt my feelings, but it, it turned out bad. I'm ashamed of that one. I feel bad. But, yeah. And I've just been, I've, I've been having a good time, honestly. Like, I love most of my classes. I can't. I can't I can't say all with a straight face, but I love most of my classes. Ear training, I love. Because it's just the right amount of hard where it's, like, fun. Because I'm in, I'm in ear training three, which gives me a little bit of an ego boost because it's, a, it's an advanced level. But it also doesn't give me an ego boost because it's hard. <laughs> um, but also that class is fun. Like, I have a, a really fun time practicing ear training and practicing sight reading and Soulfetch, like, it's, it's really fun, like, whenever I have homework, like, it's still homework, obviously, but I'm like, ooh, yay, sight reading, which <laughs> is so lame, so lame of me, but I really enjoy it, harmony is really fun, it's harmony too, and it's really hard, it's really hard sometimes, but I really enjoy working at it, and I, the, the thing I like most about both of those classes is that I can tell that I'm getting better. Like I'm getting so much better at chord identification. I'm getting so much better at scale identification. I'm getting so much better at sight reading and ear training and harmony and everything. And I, I, I can just tell that because of like how much like faster I'm able to do things. It's so much fun. And then like my other classes, they're cool. Okay. They're, they're, my, uh, okay, I'll go through my schedule, because why not? Um, this podcast is so fucking boring. Oh my god. But I don't care. It's just me talking to myself and, like, two people listen. I already said that, but... So, these two people, hope you enjoy this. I'm talking about my classes. Um, my first, uh, Monday morning. Wake up bright and early at, like, 730 uh, and then my first class is ear training. I have ear training Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, which I, it's a class I have the most. Um, and I have that from nine to nine fifty, and that's super fun. I really like my professor, and I love that class. Um, then from 
10 to 11.50, I have my ensemble, which I can't remember what it's called exactly, but it has something to do with rhythm and groove in the name. And it's really just about writing lead sheets. Like, that's what it's, you know, that's the whole purpose of it. And that one's fine. It's a little bit weird. And I know that today's Sunday. It's Sunday night at, like, uh, 11 and I know that I have homework for that class. I know that I have to, like, kind of have my lead sheet written by class time tomorrow. But I don't think I'm going to do it tonight. I just think I'm going to do it during your training tomorrow. But, yeah, I have to write a lead sheet. I'm doing Dreams by Fleetwood Mac, which is fun. And that class, is, it's full of all women. And they're all vocalists because it's, like, a vocalist ensemble. And... I love them all, especially Amy. She's amazing. She was in my orientation group. She's so sweet and nice, and we have, like, really similar music tastes, even though, like, we listen to some of the same music, but also, like, we just have very similar tastes. Like, she sent me a playlist of hers, and I sent her a playlist of mine, and, um, I just, I loved her playlist so much. Even though they didn't have many songs in common, like, I still love them. Um, and she's also one of the prettiest people I've ever seen in my life. So, that's a major plus. She lives in Seattle. Which is cool. Yeah, but that, that class is really cool. I love that teacher, even though she tells us she's gonna email us stuff and she doesn't. But she also doesn't use the school, like, website page thing. It's called the OL, which I don't know what the fuck it stands for. Um... And I don't know why they don't use Canvas. Ooh, something fell. I don't know why they don't use Canvas or something like that, but no, they use it. Oh, well. And she never posts on there, and she tells us that she doesn't use it. And she's like, I'm just going to email you. And then she doesn't email us. <laughs> but it doesn't really matter. Cause she, it's not like she doesn't email us, and then she expects us to know something. Like, she just doesn't email us. And then she comes next class, and we're like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, oh, huh. doesn't matter. <laughs> It's kind of funny. Her name is Gwen. And, oh, I have to sneeze, but only a little bit. Ooh. And then, after 11.50, I have a little free time. Most of the time I use that time to practice stuff for Nickery. Which, let me, uh, a little tangent, which I do quite often. Um, talking about Nickery, uh, I, obviously, I don't take lessons there anymore, and I don't do the shows anymore, because I am in college, and that shit ends when you're in high school. My last show with Nickery was Little Women. It was fun. It was a good thing to end on. I didn't do the summer, because, I mean, I haven't done summer since, um, Once Upon a Mattress, but then also, like... It was corona, and also I'm going into college. There were a bunch of reasons why I didn't do it. But uh, a few weeks after I found out that Berkeley was going to be online, I texted Karina, and I was like, Hi, hey, uh, Berkeley's online, and I'm going to have a lot of free time at home. And I was just wondering if there was anything I could do to help out around Nickery. Just, you know, just to do something. And I fully thought that she was just going to be like, yeah, I mean, you could, you you could organize my sheet music, whatever. I didn't think I was going to get paid at all. I didn't really, that wasn't like in my mind. I wasn't looking for a job or anything. I was just like, I wanted to help out because I'm, I mean, think about it. A fucking voice studio and, you know, theater company in the quarantine, they've got to be doing some fuck shit to try and keep that up and so I I just wanted to help out and she texted me and she was like yeah I'll totally I'll I'm having we're having a meeting in a few days about stuff for the fall so if there's something available if there's something that you can do I'll let you know and I was like cool I just thought she was gonna like be like you can get coffee for us sometimes if you want if you're in the area um But then, like, maybe a week later, she texted me and she was like, hey, would you be interested in musically directing the kids' show this fall? I was like, what? (laughs) No fucking way. And she's like, I I don't know if I'm... First of all, I was 
I'm, I'm paid for it. I get paid for it. And it's a lot more money than I would expect for someone who's never ever musically directed anything before and is a fucking first semester college college student. What sound just happened out the window? I don't know. Like, I, I'm getting paid way more than I... <laughs> I know you're not supposed to say this to people, but I'm getting paid more than I should. Karina's never gonna hear this, so I don't care. I'm, she's paying me way more than she should pay me. I'm, like, I'm such an amateur. And it's kind of fun. I mean, I guess it pays to have connections, baby. Because there's no way if I, like, applied for the job, there's no way I would get it. But I was Karina's former voice student, and we have a, we have a good relationship so she she was like, do you want to direct musically direct the kids show? I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, uh huh, I do. And also, here's the thing: nobody nobody would ever ever not even Karina nobody would ever hire me to like actually musically direct a real show. There's no way because also like, fuck me being self deprecating or anything, but like also I'm just straight up not a good piano player, and you have to be a good piano player to like, actually play a show, because you actually, you actually have to play the sheet music, like, instead of just playing chords, which I can play chords, and I can play chords very well, I can make it sound like real accompaniment when I play chords, but I can't play real sheet music, um, and so it's basically just, like, kind of a cabaret, it's like a collection of songs and scenes and stuff, and the theme is connections, and... And there's five kids. Like, it's a bunch of extenuating circumstances. And, like, we have to do all the rehearsals outside because of corona. And and I've been doing it. I think the show is next week. It's a week from tomorrow because tomorrow's Monday. And we rehearse twice a week. And I get to teach those kids some music. And it's been really fun, actually. Like, I've been enjoying it so much. It's been, like, such a good learning experience. And I'm, I really think that the kids like me, which is really fun. <laughs> I was nervous that they wouldn't, but I think they do. And I'm getting better at so much stuff, too. Like, I'm getting faster at, like, reading music on the spot and stuff, which is fun. Yeah. I just spaced out for a second and I almost completely forgot what I was going to say. But now I've remembered. Well, not what I was going to say. I didn't have anything in mind to say, but I rem- I just remember what I just said. Yeah. But yeah, that's been so great. And I am going to miss it when it's over, but also I'm going to be glad when it's over because I will have so much more free time. Oh my god. Whew. It really I I'm I'm way busier than I expected to be this fall. Like I've had to turn down shit Uh, because I'm just getting so many offers. Oh my god. No. Somebody who lives in my neighborhood asked me to babysit for them every once in a while, and I was like, I don't think I can. That's all it was. I promise. (laughs) Nobody's banging down my door. (laughs) Um, yeah. But also kind of good riddance, because those kids, I babysat for them before, and they locked me out of the house. It was tough. Although they were really nice, so I I can't say good riddance, because that's mean, and they're also children. But, yeah. And also, the parents were, like, the dad was a musician. I don't remember if the mom was, but the dad was, like, a musician. Like, they had a bunch of musical instruments and stuff, and that's cool. And I feel like we would, we would get along if I told them that I was actively a student at Berkeley. Yeah. Which is fun. But, Yeah. Okay, so that's fucking... I do that on Monday. And then after that, I race home. And I have... And then, like, practically immediately, I have my private lesson. I love my voice teacher so much. I am obsessed with her. She's so cool. She's also very scary and strict. And I'm so scared for my lesson every week. But I also love her so much. Her name is Janice. She's taught me so much, too. She's taught me a really good technique. But yeah, and then I smoke some weed and go to bed. Um, I've just decided that I don't want to keep talking about my schedule. Sorry, I got bored of it. I'm bored of it. I'm really sorry. I know you're not supposed to do that kind of stuff, but I was really rambling. No one needs to know that much about my schedule every day. 
that was my lighter. I decided to flick it and I'm doing it again. Oh my god, it didn't go for a few seconds and I thought it was out. I almost cried. Wow. Okay, let's get to the things that I was talking to myself about earlier. Aha, that's so lame. Um, but yeah. A few things. I, I, I was thinking about... You remember Superfruit? The, well, first of all, Pentatonix. Two of them. Scott and Mitch. YouTube channel. Superfruit. Anybody remember them? Yeah? Cool. I heard y'all. The two people in the audience. Y'all remember Superfruit. Um, and they had a YouTube channel where they did stuff. I don't know. I don't think they ever really had a genre. They, were, they just kind of had a YouTube channel. And I was just remembering them just today and how they used to do their weekly obsessions where, like, at the end of every video, they'd be like, here's, now it's time for our weekly obsessions. And then, like, one of, like, Mitch would go, like, my weekly obsession is this book that I've been reading. And he would talk about it. And then they would go, like, and here's a song that you should listen to. And then they would say, each of them would say a song that they're obsessed with. Which is fun. I think that it was fun. And I think I've had those this week. So I'm going to do my weekly obsessions and my song that everyone should listen to. Even though there's a couple there's a couple of them, but I'm going to keep them short and sweet. First weekly obsession. V- very beginning of the week. Maybe even like eight or nine days ago, but I don't care. Literally, who, who cares? Oh my god. Um, well, I mean, speaking of me crying when lesbians kiss on TV, haunting a blind manor. I'm so obsessed with it. Uh, <laughs> it is amazing it's not as good as the haunting of hill house i will say that because the haunting of hill house was like it's one of my favorite shows ever i've i could rewatch that show a billion times and not get sick of it i have rewatched it like three times and i'm still not sick of it and it it was really good but it it just wasn't as good as hill house because that's a fucking high bar to to meet to pass i don't know i shouldn't have kept going with the sentence anyway but it was really good, and oh my god. First of all, I'm obsessed with Victoria Pedretti already. I'm so obsessed with her. I think she's fucking gorgeous, and she's a good actress, and I love her. And she's a lesbian, and she's a main character in Haunting of Blind Manor. Like, what the fuck? It was amazing. I can't get enough of it. And then, here's a segue into my second weekly obsession. I, on Twitter, I saw this, like, edit it was like a minute long it was like edit from like the haunting of blind manor um and it was just about them two the lesbian couple and the song that was it was set to was enchanted by taylor swift from speak now and it was it was the bridge of enchanted which fucks by the way that that's a good bridge that and all too well and other songs obviously (laughs) but those taylor swift songs um and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to listen to Enchanted. Because it's a good song. And especially since Folklore has come out, Taylor Swift has been on like the fringes of my music that I listen to. Like I listened to the first half of Folklore, and then I had to do something, and I forgot about it. But And I was like, this is fucking good! I miss Taylor Swift. I used to be obsessed with Taylor Swift, like 10 eight to ten years ago when I was younger generally I like had posters of her all over my room I listened to her music all the time I love Taylor Swift and then I just kind of grew out of it not that like she's a children's artist but I mean like you know you grow out of things that you like when you're younger I just kind of grew out of liking Taylor Swift and then also like I don't really listen to pop music I just don't like listening to pop music She's a good songwriter, but she started writing pop music, and I was also growing out of her already, so I was just kind of like, I didn't listen to Taylor Swift. I haven't heard any of, like, Reputation or anything. Well, no, I have, because everybody's heard Taylor Swift songs, like, recently, but... But then Folklore came out, and I was like, fuck, man. I like folk music. It's one of my favorite genres. I would say my top three favorite genres from third to first is in uh, folk music, indie music, and then... Uh, number one, indie folk music. <laughs> it's just fun. It's all kind of, also kind of the songs that I write kind of songs. <laughs> Even though mine are not as good as the songs that I like to listen to. Um, yeah, and I really loved folklore, even though I didn't finish it. <laughs> but then, I, 
I saw that edit and I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna listen to Enchanted. I listened to all of Enchanted and I was like, fuck man, that's a good ass song. And then I listened to it like nonstop for like a day and a half. And then I was like, fuck it, man. You know what? I'm gonna clean my room for the first time in six months. And while I do it, I'm gonna listen to the entire Speak Now album. And I did. And man, that is a no-skip fucking album. That's my second weekly obsession, Speak Now by Taylor Swift. It's amazing. And I know this kind of falls under the everyone hears a good song, but I don't care. This is my podcast, my rules. Superfruit literally hasn't posted in a year, so I run the show now. Speak Now is so good. It really is a no-skip album. My favorite songs I've been listening to a lot are Dear John, Back to December, Last Kiss, and Enchanted, but also all of them. Speak Now is such a fun song. Also today, I went to the mall. I went on a whole string of errands because I needed so many things, but I went, I was driving home from the mall and I put Speak Now on shuffle, and when mine played, I cried, like, really hard. Like, I I don't know why. Like, that song isn't even necessarily, like, sad. But I just cried. And I was like, that is so embarrassing. And also scary. What is it about mine and the lyrics to mine that make me want to cry? Is it that I think I'm undeserving of love and then I'll never find true love? <laughs> it's funny. Fun times. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm obsessed with all of it. And I think my next obsession is going to be fearless. Not not my next obsession in my list, but I mean, like, I've been listening to Speak Now, and I think soon I'm gonna go to Fearless, but I need to do it an album at a time, I can't mix too fast, because then I'll just get overwhelmed. She really transitioned from genre to genre, and I don't, I don't think I'm going to listen to, like, Reputation and Lover and her other ones. (laughs) Like, she said that 1989 was, like, her first, like, pop album. So, I, I don't really think I'm going to listen to that. Just because I don't, I don't like pop, I don't like pop music. Whatever. Like, uh, I just don't like, it's not what I like to listen to, listen to. There are some pop songs that I like, but none that I would listen to, like, on purpose. But, yeah. Okay, my third weekly obsession Christian Lee Hudson and that's purely like today and like a little bit of yesterday because Phoebe Bridgers did a live streamed show it was on YouTube I think um at the Troubadour and first of all life obsession Phoebe Bridgers I love her more than anything in the entire world I hope she knows that um but yeah, she did that concert, and every single, every single song was amazing. But Christian Lee Hudson, I first heard Northsiders, like, months ago. Like, before I graduated high school. D- during quarantine, but it was, like, uh, like May, maybe. And I listened to it, and I was obsessed with it, and I listened to it a lot. And I was like, I should listen to more of this guy, and then I didn't. I just didn't. And then, like, after Punisher came out, a little bit after, I found out that, um, he, like, co-wrote Moon Song, which is, like, my favorite song on Punisher, even though my, all of Punisher is amazing. So that's a definitely no skip, that's one of my favorite albums ever in the world. But I found out that he co-wrote Moon Song, and I was like, fuck, man, he really is a good songwriter, because Northsiders is so good, oh my god, that song makes me cry. But I was like... Maybe I should listen to more of this guy. And then I didn't. And then yesterday, I was watching her live stream show at the Troubadour. And he came on, and they did a song together. And it wasn't a Phoebe Bridger song. It was a hymn song. It was a Christian Lee Hudson song from his album Beginners. I think that's what it's called. And it was called Lose This Number. And they did it, and Phoebe did the harmonies. I have to sneeze, and I think I'm going to sneeze. Oh my god. I know I'm gonna sneeze in the next like minute or something, and it's gonna be super sudden. And I think I'm gonna blow my weed everywhere. Damn. That's gonna suck when it happens. Um, anyway, and Phoebe sang the harmonies and she 
she's just so good. I love her so much. But that song was amazing. And then I listened to it for real, like the Spotify version. And I was like, fuck, man, this song is amazing. And by the way, that song is amazing. Definitely go listen to Lose This Number because it makes me cry. It's so good. And then I was like, you know what? I should listen to more of this guy. And then I did. I listened to... Um... What did I listen to? (laughs) Why did my mind just blank for a second? That was such an easy question to answer. I listened to his album. That's what it was. I listened to Beginners. (laughs) I just completely, like, blacked out. (laughs) I was just staring at the wall. That's funny. Um, yeah, but I listened to Beginners today. I ran a bunch of errands today, and I just put the album on shuffle. I also, like, changed my sheets today and did some stuff, and I listened to it while I was doing that, too. And I love it. He's such a good songwriter. Lose This Number, especially. Oh, my God. That song is so good. That just like the kind of like chorus, but like, no, it's more like the, actually, I don't know what it is. I guess it's a refrain, maybe? No, that's not what that is. I don't know. It's the last part of the chorus, but like the chorus, the words to the chorus change, but it's the last part of the chorus. Um, but like, it's so, oh my God. Just, like, you hear all this stuff during the chorus about, like, especially the first chorus, you hear all this stuff, like, they're, like, being happy and cute together, and then just that, lose this number. It's like, oh my god, like, you know something happened, but it's just, it's just enough up to your interpretation where it hits home, but then it's also just enough specific and, like, understandable that you're like, oh, fuck, man. I know exactly what happened. <laughs> it's so good. Actually, I'm gonna do a dramatic recitation of the lyrics to the first chorus right now. And it's okay. Um, and I forgot how it goes. Um, give me a second to remember the song that I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is it that night you shook me, but I wasn't sleeping. You were afraid of the thunder. And also, like, the chords that go along with it are so perfect. That you were afraid of the thunder. It just hits a little bit more. It hits a little bit different. It just, it makes the line feel so much more cozy. And that, that line, like, you were afraid of the thunder with the chord that's chords that are behind it I just had a fucking stroke with the chords that are behind it and just the way that it's sung and it's also like it's him and Phoebe singing like she's singing harmony and just like all of it like the harmonics of it it just like it makes you feel like like the you are afraid of the thunder really just hits with like the image of like you're in a car on a long road trip in like the middle of like the midwest where there's nothing and there's a thunderstorm up ahead and the sky is dark and you have, but you have like you're you're wrapped in a pillow and a blanket and you're not the one driving and like you're cozy but it's also like ominous at the same time like it's i don't know it just that's what it feels like to me and i love it um yeah those are the first two lines <laughs> um and I just shook me when I wasn't sleeping. You were afraid of the thunder. Asked me to come in the bedroom. Pull me under the covers. And then, like, that stuff is just, like, cute, happy stuff. And then immediately, lose this number. Lose this number. It's just such a good lyric. Actually, funny enough, maybe you noticed, maybe you didn't. I left there for a second. Um, I went downstairs, got something to eat, super fun, yeah, so, but actually, I think I'm gonna wrap this up now, because it's been, like, 50 minutes, (laughs) which is way too much for me to be talking, but yeah, so, overall, 
Moral of the story. I've changed. <laughs> Sorry, that was so lame to say that whole sentence. But, you know, this past year since I've uploaded a podcast episode has been a good one in a very different way than junior year was a good year. Because junior year was a very good year, I think. Um, But senior year was a different kind of good year. And quarantine was a different kind of good thing because it was like... Uh, sorry, I burped. Um, it was very bad, but also good. Yeah. You get it. <laughs> but yeah. And I've been having a good time, and I'm excited to see where the future will take me. So I hope you all are doing well. If you know me, if you listen to this, if you get this far, and you know me and have my number... Just text me and tell me how how you've been doing, because I think I will enjoy it very much. I think that'll be fun. If you don't know me and you don't have my number, first of all, <laughs> thank you for listening to my podcast. I thought the only people who listened to this knew me, which is crazy. But um, in that case, just tell me in your mind. I'm not going to give you my number, because I'm sorry, that's a little weird, but... Um, Just tell me telepathically. Imagine I'm listening. Yeah. Hope y'all have a good life. Hope y'all have a good period of time until I upload another podcast episode. Yeah. Enjoy. I feel like I should have exit music or something. You know what? I'm just going to play Lose This Number on my laptop. And that's going to be my exit music. Okay. Um... I'm just going to prolong my goodbye until I pull it up. Um, Have a good day and enjoy. Okay, now here it is. Um, End of podcast. Fade out. Bye-bye.